All right, guys, so we're actually live at the Harrisburg Comic-Con recording this one. This is episode two of your new favorite Boy Meets World podcast, Plays with Squir- or Playing with Squirrels. I already forgot the name of my podcast, two episodes in. Playing with Squirrels, I am joined by my good friend Paul of Ashen Phoenix, the cosplay modeling agency. Uh, Paul, thank you for joining me for the second episode of this thank podcast. Thank you. I'm, oh, I feel so special in the yeah. second episode. So first episode was my brother, so you're the first non-family. Oh, like, damn. Look at that. Um, Screwdepotism. So this episode I felt like was appropriate for you to be on the show for because you're a geek. And yes. this episode, while it's not as like ingrained in some of the geekiness that future episodes of Boy Meets World does, it has a, a theme of superhero parents. Yes, and my dad is Superman, so yeah. I, took, I took great offense to Corey thinking that his dad was Superman. <laughs> so the episode starts off with that question, if you could have a superhero as your father, uh, which father would you want to have? Uh, and they debate between Superman or Batman. Uh, so I do have to ask, what would you would you rather have, Superman father or Batman father? I don't know. It's really tough. Batman like, comes from money, man. They Batman just... comes from a lot of money, <laughs> but like he's kind of a dick. He, he, tends is... to, he tends to get his kids killed. Yeah, but imagine the responsibility of living up to the most perfect man in the world that is Superman. Well, like, at least if your dad's Batman, there's flaws and you can, like... Yeah, but, try to be better but, than your father least, one but day. But see, here's the thing. I, I would look at Superman as the better father because at least he had parents that grew up with it. So he had, he had a stable family even though he was adopted. Yeah. So Batman never had any of that. He was just a, kind of a dick. So like what he did is what he did is once he became like Batman, he just started buying kids. Yeah. And, <laughs> and buying kids and they were disposables. Like I wouldn't want to be a disposable kid because he even has a kid. Damien Damien is like his kid, and the first thing he did was just toss him to the Teen Titans. It's like, yeah. yeah, go do something. So, so I'd rather have Superman, even though I wouldn't be able to get with get away with anything because so I'd never have, I'd never be late for anything. <laughs> and unfortunately, like I wouldn't be able to like jerk off in my room or something because no, he's got that extra vision. The, oh, would he, why would he want to see it though? <laughs> so uh, speaking of people who are dicks. Um, Corey throughout most of this episode. Corey throughout most of the season. Like yeah. I, am I'm, I'm a big fan of Boy Meets World. I love Boy Meets World. Like yeah, it's, first it's season is my... tough, and we talked about that in the first episode. I think that he's not as much of a. I, the, literally, the the quote that I have here is Corey isn't as much of a dick as he was in the previous episode, but he is still a manipulative douche. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it, I don't I don't like smarmy. Corey. Yeah. I mean, luckily he grows out of that, but like, not even with no up. transition. <laughs> I would. I don't want to say grow. No, he's basically just written out of that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's he's. I don't like early Corey just because. Um, uh, I see so much of my father in his father, and it bothers me that he that he treats him like that. Which he does learn to appreciate his dad immensely throughout the first season. I feel like yes. I feel like a lot of the first season, as much as I joke around about how they like dramatically change Corey, I think that the first season is a lot of building his appreciation for what he has. Yes, there is a lot of character development in the and, first season. And what happens in these later seasons that I... I, I mean, I'm very excited to get the later seasons because pretty much from that season three beyond, it's just a good episode every yes. episode. Um but a lot of the future episodes, I feel like, are more based around him trying to give Sean what he has. Mm. Where, like, it's, it definitely turns into a show about Corey, the kid who has everything, and Sean, the kid who has nothing. And the way that that friendship is a struggle on a regular basis because of almost like a little bit of a, a, like a Romeo and Juliet, like, 
tension between families. There's a lot of mm. episodes where it's like, oh, let's bring the Hunters and the Matthews together for like a family dinner and it's headbutting. So I think that you need this first season where Corey realizes how great he has it yes. to build into those later seasons. And um, his recognition of, of, of how great he has it. Because again, like this episode, it's just, he doesn't. He really doesn't. Uh, also in this episode, the debut of Minkus, who is not in the first episode. This is the first oh, appearance of Minkus. Oh, I didn't realize Minkus. that. Yeah, so this is the first Minkus episode, and he's only here for this season, and then a, a handful of cameos uh, in like the middle of Boy Meets World and throughout and Girl Meets World. And then he disappears. I love how he disappears in the way they write it. It was just like, oh, well, I was down the hall, and, yeah. and everybody looks down the hall, and it's just like... Yeah, we don't go down there. We don't go down there. I I feel like Boy Meets World does a great job, if if nothing else, of uh, getting rid of characters and then coming up with a story reason why they were gone. Uh, particularly when there's like a season without a little sister and then you find out that it was that she was grounded for a year. Yeah, and then it's, a, and then it's another actor. <laughs> Fun note, the end of Girl Meets World, I loved how she actually had both sisters. Yeah. And and talked to them as if like it's a one person. <laughs> um, so yeah, As you can tell, I really love Boy Meets World. Meets World. I, <laughs> so I this is them. also the longest opening credit sequence of any of the seasons of Boy Meets World. This yes. theme song is a minute long, and it feels a minute long, yeah, if not it longer. Yeah, it on forever. I didn't realize, I forgot how long this was. I, I'm it, it, gets, confident it shortens that, down, doesn't it? No, it's that long for the entire first season. They do oh, okay. a different theme song for every single season. Really? So there's like, so this one's like the long drawn out one. Then uh-huh. I think the second season is literally when it's just like a jazz saxophone and a cartoon of like a world rolling towards a kid and he like kicks his foot up and then throws on his shades. And then I don't re- remember that at all. Yeah, and then I think when they started doing syndication, they just always use the "When the Boy Meets World" theme song. When the boy meets world, because that's like the iconic one. But that doesn't come in until like. The I don't even really like season. that one. Actually, I I I, tend to, I tend to actually like the the, the beginning one, the, the verse, the first one. Really, it's what I kind of grew up on. It's like what I, it, you you like what you you start out with. And, True, and I feel like I always like the surf one. The one's like dun 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 dun. Oh, okay. Now, okay. Now I now I get what you're talking about because yeah. I was like, what the hell is he talking yeah, about? Yeah, where the it's because the, the yeah. intro's just them riding in a car with like flashbacks to previous episodes. Okay, the, now I'm yeah. okay. Now it, it's it's clicking now, and I'm trying to. Okay, I know it's nostalgia overload. This podcast is a but lot wait, of nostalgia. But overload. like what? But it went like what? Six, seven seasons? Seven seasons, and I believe at least six different theme songs. Okay. I don't okay. think so I don't I think the Boy Meets World one that everyone knows came in until college years. Yeah, when the Boy Meets World that yeah because because Jack was in there. Uh, um, and Rachel I think that was, was a big there. element of it was just changing credit, changing characters around of, of importance. Like yeah, Topanga's still not on the show at this point. She doesn't really show up until probably episode seven or eight, I think. No, it's not. It can't be that early. It can't be that early. It's, it's, and it's only one episode. She yeah. pops in for the one random episode and then it's like very near the end she like kisses Corey yeah, and when then he has his bad hair day. It's yeah, like, <laughs> and then it's like, I think I think we like this girl. Yeah. And so, then we get a heavy dose of her the next season. Yeah, and then, and and then, then forever. it's building to, yeah. for And then that's when the revisionist history comes in where they're like, oh, we've always dated. And then it's like, <laughs> yeah, and then like later dated. on they like backtrack and they're like, we were dating. And then like you got angry because I was so different and stopped talking to me for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like they I, they just rewrite and write their own history all the time. Yeah. So the concept of this episode, though, is that all the kids are playing water gun fights. 
in school, and Corey doesn't have a water gun of his own. Which also doesn't feel Minkus to me. Yeah, Minkus has like this Terminator fucking yeah. water gun. It's like, ridiculous. It, it, Minkus doesn't seem like the person to me that would just be like, I want to participate in a water gun fight. But no, I feel like Minkus was always the was always depicted as like this kid who was bullied and geeky and smart, but like was aware enough of his surroundings to always have the upper hand. So do I think that he wants to participate in a water gun fight? No. But do I think that he wants to have the best water gun to protect himself in a water gun fight? Then yes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, See, the episode builds around Corey wanting this water gun. Mm -hmm. Uh, He asks for his parents to buy him one, and they say it's too expensive, which just blows his mind. (laughs) because it was what a hundred dollar water gun fifty dollars fifty dollars Jesus that is like no what's funny though is in my head I'm like fifty dollars is expensive for a water gun but I spent fifty dollars on a lot of crap that I don't need. yeah it's that adult did you, perspective did you buy now? did you buy any of the super soaker stuff when they came I out? never did <gasps> yeah, was, super soakers were expensive like yeah. they, like they were gen- they they were about forty or fifty bucks for and and you 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 wanted to get them. Uh, you needed to worry about like what you put in them. Yeah. Because if the if uh, the water had too much chlorine, it would just eat the seals away, and then you have no water gun again. Yeah, and so that was pretty much what drain. I exclusively filled my cheapo super soakers with was like dipping it in the pool, filling yeah. it up, and like yeah, and they don't warn you. It's like <laughs> hey, that's going to destroy it in a week. But I always had like if I had any water gun, it was always like the really low budget, cheap, simple ones, where it's like a single water canister and like a little pistol gun. Um, never like the crazy like. No, I, I had the big crazy ones. Yeah, I had, and I had I, the three. I had the, th- I think mine was three gallons. I was always jealous of the big crazy ones. Yeah, I, I had I had one, but it was, it was one of those things where um, my parents owned a, a grocery store, and during the summer we used to like. Just put random stuff in there, and Man, your uh, dad is Corey Matthews. Yeah, my d- yeah, my dad is uh, Corey's father. Uh, yeah, we owned a grocery store. <laughs> he wasn't a manager. He own, we own the we own the grocery store, but yeah. um, yeah. So like in the summertime, we 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 brought new stuff together, and uh, this one year we decided let's sell water guns, and one of those just happened to fall off the truck into mom's trunk. Such a Jersey statement. <laughs> <laughs> it fell off the truck. It fell off the truck. I forget who it was I was listening to when they were talking about, like, the first TV that they ever got. And they're like, we never asked questions. Apparently it (gasps) fell off a truck. We we had, oh, I don't, (laughs) this might might get you shot or might get me shot or anything like that. But when we had the store, we did have a guy, a guy, quote unquote, a guy that uh, that got us um, all of our meats and all of our stuff. We just didn't really ask questions. We just, (laughs) whenever he called, he was buddy. Yeah. Uh, we weren't allowed to use his name, and I never understood why until many, many years later. I'm like, oh, that's because he was a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> but it would just be like, hey, buddy's on the line. We need more meat. Yeah, okay, we're going to get more meat. And then every now and then it would just be like, hey, uh, you need a new cooler? Yeah, I know a guy. <laughs> he owes me a favor. And then something fell off a truck. <laughs> yeah, something would always something would fall off the truck. He had a Man, lot of stuff falling off. I don't off know the truck. what it was about Jersey, but they needed to get better at making sure their trucks were secure when yeah. they were moving things. Yeah. That's what that's what the roller the roller truck uh the roller uh gate came into effect it was from Jersey. It's cause stuff just kept falling off the truck. Uh so what I will say is so I got into water guns more in college than I ever did in elementary school, mostly because I had a friend who owned a house, and they had decided that they were going to get brand new furniture in their living room, 
and we were at a party, and he had a collection of super soakers. So the decision was, well, since he's going to completely re-carpet the living room and put new furniture in, let's just have an indoor water gun fight during this party. And uh, that turned into pure chaos, and that was the most fun I've ever had with a water gun. Water guns are just fun. They are. They are. If you... If you gave me a chance to just fire some water guns, like, right now, this second, I would have a hard time saying no to that I'd offer. nail the Spider-Man walking by, like, right in the back of the head. <laughs> I, I would. Spam. No, actually, you know what? I wouldn't, because he's got a really nice suit. Yeah, that's a super expensive costume. Yeah, I'd, I'd, feel, I'd feel really bad. To, now, that, now, this Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Corey is trying to buy the gun himself. They said, if you get... Because it's uh, Eric is the one that's like, hey, I get to buy whatever the heck I mm-hmm. want, because I make my own money. You make your own money. But Corey's dad's like, you're not working in the store with me. You're a child. Yeah. So uh, in a very early Feeney way, Feeney takes advantage of a situation to help himself <laughs> out, um, which I have, I'm bummed out. There's no like deep Feeney speech in this episode. Usually most of the episodes have some like significant well, Feeney see, speech. This, this kind of goes, I, I think this kind of goes with the... Uh, with the character changes, the massive character changes, like he was just kind of a crotchety old man who was happened to be a teacher, like this early in the season. There's like, he, he there's wasn't... occasionally good. Mo- there's there's a speech in the next episode because I watched episode three for um, a potential uh, guest. We have to see if that's going to work. Out okay. Or not. Um, but th- there's a really good speech in that episode that I don't want to spoil. But okay, so he, stay he tuned does, for next week. But he does he, go a little bit. He early. does have occasional. Speeches, but a lot of the time it's not towards Corey. A lot of the time it's towards the parents, mm-hmm. where he doesn't want Corey to know how much he cares about him, yeah. but he clearly does. Oh, that it's always been. Oh, when he oh, retired, the, it broke my heart. Like, oh, uh, the fu- a- I mean, I think every person who grew up on Boy Meets World cried their eyes out in the class dismissed oh. I love you moment in the last episode. Oh, um, I'm cheered up now. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Someone gave oh, you a compliment last night and you didn't cry, but hearing a reference to Boy Meets World. Well, the alcohol, the alcohol dumbed that down. Like, <laughs> that, that, that tamped down the, the feelings right now. So, like, today I'm kind of raw on that. So, yeah, it would. But, uh, so, in this particular episode, Feeney gives Corey the option to paint his shutters. And in exchange, he'll give him the money that he needs to buy the Super Soakers. What a terrible math lesson. Yeah. Oh, it's he, amazing. He completely undercuts himself. Yeah. Because what was it? it? Was like eight eight shutters, two shutters, a window. Um, and it's I'll eight, give you five dollars a shutter, and it's two shutters, shutters per window, window, eight windows. So he was giving him eighty dollars. No. Yes, what? he was yeah. willing to give him eighty dollars. And Corey said, "What is that? Sixty? Yeah. He was like, "What is that? That's like fifty-eight dollars." <laughs> Yes, that's $58. Well, I do have some shutters that are in dire need of paint. Cool. What's it pay? Well, I could go as high as five. Dollars? Get a pulse. Five bucks to paint all those? Five dollars a piece, Mr. Matthews. That's five times two shutters... Times eight windows. Five times two <laughs> times eight. What's that, like 58 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> 
$58 it is. <laughs> he was just like, that's exactly what I need for my gun. <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> um, which is, you know, that's, that is crotchety old man Feeney at its best. Uh, what then happens is Corey very quickly handles the shutters and does a really good job. Those look like some professionally painted shutters. Until. But when they moved the shutters, he kept the shutters open during the painting process and then ruined the fence. Well, um, no, even it, it didn't matter because even because they weren't they weren't closed shutters, so like that was going to happen regardless of what happened. Yeah, so he but jacks yeah. up this fence, and his dad's like, "Well, now you've got to repaint the fence." And that's when the episode turns into an episode, uh, or the first chapter of Tom Sawyer, as Minkus points out. Yeah, Minkus, Minkus, uh, he definitely spoils that whole thing because Sean was ready to go. Yeah, both of them were. Sean, an unnamed black kid who like disappears after Token. this episode. <laughs> like, um, he does they, disappear early, doesn't he? <laughs> Poor guy. I feel like every episode in the early season, it's like Corey, Sean, and then other friends. Red shirt. <laughs> it's Corey, like, Sean, and red shirt. Because uh, last last episode with my brother, I forget who he... It, it was some other random kid that he knew from, like, Sandlot. Like, it was like a kid from Sandlot or something plays the uh, the little brother. Or the 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 third, third friend. Mm-hmm. Um, the show then ends with because it's you know it's 20 minute episodes it speeds life by but it ends with Corey having the realization that um that his dad does everything yes uh when Corey's unable to finish painting the shutters or painting the fence he sees his dad outside painting the fence after work and that's when Eric is telling him like yeah, you know, he does this and he does this and all this stuff at the store. And then Corey realizes, like, he's been working for 12 hours and he's coming home to work some more because of me. Yeah. And uh, it does hit me a little bit when he just looks out the window and he's like, my dad is Superman. Like, he is, you ungrateful bastard. Like, <laughs> he oh. is Superman. <laughs> it's like, oh, it hits you, like, right there. Um, and then it ends with their little, like, wrap-up segment where Corey decides that the reason that his dad wants him to stop painting the shutters and go have fun with the water water fight is because there's only so much time for him to be a kid and then once that time's gone, it's gone forever. Because it's a speed trap. And Corey wants... We haven't, we haven't gotten to that part yet. Corey wants to teach him that you can still be a kid even as an adult. Mm-hmm. And he does so by trading in his big water gun for two smaller water guns for him and his dad, which leads to the best line in the whole mo- in the whole show where Corey sprays his dad and he's getting pissed off that he's spraying him at the table. And he goes, if only you had a way to retaliate, perhaps under the, da- the table. And his dad pulls out the water gun and then they start spraying and the mom says, not in the house. And he goes, maybe you should check under your seat. <laughs> and she looks and there's nothing there. And she goes, there's nothing there. And he yells, what do you think I am? Made of, made of, made of money? <laughs> it's I'll, I'll it's so good. I'll play the audio. Yeah. It's fine. No shooting water guns in the house. Maybe you wouldn't feel that way if you checked under your side of the table. 
There's nothing there. What do you think? I'm made of money? It's so good. It's such a good, like, these early episodes aren't great, but they always have, like, one joke that just hits beautifully. I love what he was just like, you do? <laughs> Those are my favorites. Because I think he does that one a few times. I, I, I feel it. Yeah, that's like his catchphrase yeah. for the first season. Uh, and then and then it ends just in a nice little, his dad and his dad and mom and, and him are fighting with, with hoses and water guns. Mm-hmm. And the sister is sitting stuck on the countertop calling 911 for help. (laughs) (laughs) And she says, my parents are outside shooting each other. Uh, She's, Morgan was so awesome. It's like, I I actually really liked that Morgan. Adorable child. Adorable child Morgan. Um, The kind spoiled bratty bratty one. Yeah, bratty early teenage Morgan wasn't as fun, but... Uh, the cute, adorable Morgan was someone I loved. So I guess the last question that I have, because uh, that's pretty much the episode in a nutshell. There's not much that you can do when you're only discussing a 21-minute episode of a show, especially when two of those minutes is dedicated to an opening credits theme. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> what is what is your history with Boy Meets World? What, what was that show for you? Because I feel like everyone that I'm having on this show, I believe, is someone who isn't just like, oh yeah, I casually watch Boy Meets World. Oh no, I've, it's, I've it's, watched every single episode. You've watched every single episode. If it's on TV, you're stopping what you're doing type yes. person. But what Actually, is just, your... I just recent, recently, recently rewatched the whole series because yeah. it's on um, it's on Boomerang or one of those channels and it's like two or three a day. Nice. So what was your earliest like memories of Boy Meets World? Well, I believe it came out in like 96, right? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, so like I actually just got out of high school. Like, I, I, like I, I was uh, just out of high school, so I probably shouldn't have related to this nearly as much as I did, but I still I still felt that way. Um, again, like I said, it, uh, Corey's dad was my dad. So like he, he was 93. So you were in high school. Okay, yeah. so I was in high school. Um, but, like, Corey's dad was my dad. So, like, he, he was that... He was that grocer, and he was the guy that worked um, hours and hours and hours um, without... Uh, so much as the thank you. So uh, I think it, once I was getting to that time frame, I was starting to kind of appreciate him. So like, I really liked his character, and I I always saw at least a little bit of myself in Corey because I mean, there's always been those times where you're you're kind of ungrateful to your parents about the stuff, the stuff that you get. We, my I I had a decent childhood. Like I never really had. We were never rich, but we never really needed anything. Um, but it was just something that came came on. It was back when ABC had a really good uh, Friday block. ABC, uh, the, the TGIF I, was, for a good period, perfection. Yes. I think when Boy Meets World debuted, it was Perfect Full Strangers. House, Family Matters, Boy Meets World, and um, New, uh, Step by that. Step. Perfect Strangers was still on by 93. I felt like that was the the first reign of No, because Perfect, Perfect Strangers went into um, Family Matters. I'm going to take a I'm going to take a good old wiki wiki walk down wiki lane and see what what T- it tells me. You're going to look up TGIF, TGIF lineup. Cuz weirdly there is a wiki page dedicated to it. 
there's a wiki page for everything. Yes, there is. Um, for me, my favorite period in all of TGIF was a very short run of when it was Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Boy Meets World, Teen An- uh, You Wish, and then Teen Angel. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I think I bailed for that. Like I think, uh, I, think I only started. I only watched. Uh, those uh, two. I do I do remember Sabrina, but that's because I love Clarissa Explains It All. So you need to try to track down uh, Teen Angel. Uh, it might have to be something that you find illegally. Oh, I don't know. That's just, just... It, was a, it was a sitcom that was written by Matt Groening. And it was I'm about... Not a, I'm not a... A I'm Simpsons, not a Simpsons guy, guy like So it was, a, it was so. about a kid who found a sandwich underneath his friend's bed from like a year ago, but he was hungry and he ate it, causing him to die. die. And then he becomes the guardian angel for his friends. Oh my God. Um, Okay, so in 1993, when Boy Meets World debuted, it was Family Matters, Boy Meets World, Step by Step, and then it would change between Hanging with Mr. Cooper and Sister Sister. I loved Hanging with Mr. Cooper. So this was even, Full House was already gone at this point. Full House was, was, was Perfect Strangers, right? Ye- yes. Yeah. So it was Full House, Family Matters, Perfect Strangers, and then Going Places? That one I'm not familiar with. Not familiar with that one. Um, and yeah, Full House. I, uh, I never liked Sister Sister, but I loved Hamming. Family Matters, Perfect Strangers, and Just the Ten of Us. I briefly remember that. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's... I always liked the TGI Friday block, so it was, I was confident at least the first hour at all times of what was going on. So uh, Boy Meets World just caught my eye, and I, really, I loved it. And it's still, like, it's still very endearing to me. It's, um, it's definitely, it's, it captures a very specific time. I remember um, super deeply, I remember the amount of times that I used to uh, watch it in the living room with my family, eating, like, chocolate chip cookies and and like being really invested in the lives of Corey, Topanga, and Sean and all of those guys. And Gal. <laughs> but that was um, that was really, I mean that it was a simpler, like you said, it was a simpler time. You just sat down and you enjoyed as much Boy Meets World as you could get your hands on and some TGIF. Because God knows, as my brother pointed out last week, we didn't have friends. We weren't going out and doing anything I on our like Friday nights. <laughs> Well, yeah. Like why? Why hang out with other people when you could watch the lives of fictional characters for two hours? Yeah, why go out on a Friday night? <laughs> like, you can't go out on Friday night. TGIF is there. Exactly, and we then Snick is the next night. Like we didn't have DVR. Like, no, I, I, you had if you missed it, you were out. No, you didn't I mean, know you could, about you could, you could you could you could you could tape it, and that's yeah, what we did. Like yeah, I you set I, up that VCR. You need to know what's happening next. It's linear storytelling in the yes. world of Boy Meets World. Yes, and and you, like, we didn't have reruns. That no, often. not really, not at all. Boy Meets World, I feel like, didn't even really hit syndication until after it was over. Yeah, but uh, I feel like that's that's all we really have to say about this one. Unless you've got anything else to add there. No, that's pretty much it, man. I, re- I appreciate you coming on. I want to do this more often. Yeah. So promote uh, a little bit of Ash and Phoenix real quick before we uh, wrap this up. So, yeah, uh, uh, for those who don't know who we are, we're Ash and Phoenix. We're um, or Team Ashen on most of our social media. Like We're a cosplay uh, traveling group. We also do a lot of YouTube stuff, so check us out on YouTube.com slash Ash and Phoenix. 
Uh, we do comic reviews. We do cosplay spotlight videos. We do vlogging, all that kind of fun stuff. Everything nerds love, um, because yeah, that's what we do. And hopefully, um, if things go well, uh, there should be uh, some Ashen Phoenix girls on throughout the history of this podcast. Yeah, uh, I know at least one of them is a Boy Meets World fan. Yes, um, I'm sure. Well, actually, surprise, and this is weird, but like, actually, we uh, on our Instagram, one of our biggest fans is actually Maitland Ward. Yes. <laughs> so, Rachel follows us. <laughs> we don't know how we, we we don't know how it happened, but it just happened, and like, she is literally like one of our biggest supporters. That's we fantastic. We love that woman. <laughs> like, she is an honorary member of the team. Like, <laughs> like she, it's awesome. How do you not make her an honorary? I, well, yeah, member obviously. Of the team? When that when that. When that's dropped in your hands, you take the ball exactly. and run. So, I mean, we might, we might be able to find a way to get her onto this. We don't know. Who knows? Her seasons aren't for another three years of podcasting. <laughs> so, so, so uh, yeah, it could be a long time before we get to there, but <laughs> at least we have that much time to build up to it. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Paul. And uh, we will be back next week with another episode of Playing with Squirrels, a Boy Meets World podcast. Thanks, guys.